All that matters is that the fans of the show liked it. So when I do one of these, you know the show must have been bad. This was, tonight, no exaggeration, the worst episode of Monday Night Raw that I have ever seen. I honestly think tonight is the night that broke everybody's fucking spirit. Tonight's the night that just broke everybody. Tonight's the night that broke the camel's back. It was the last straw that broke the camel's back, man. I am done. I am done. This is gonna be bad, isn't it? Um, uh, yeah. This was, this was, there, there were very few highlights of this thing. It, it kind of felt like everyone was on the sinking ship and too lazy to get off before they all drowned. Well, it is amazing that WWE is going full bore into trying to create NXT territories all over the world and signing up everybody, and Ross sucks. I'd argue this may be the worst Raw of the year. Very difficult when you have a bad week or a bad show, but literally the entire three hours is absolute garbage. I think Monday Night Raw is the worst fucking show that professional wrestling has ever seen. Yeah, man, it was totally miserable. Uh, we are going to tear this show apart. If you are looking for a positive review, we probably aren't the show you want to listen to tonight because there wasn't anything that really mattered on this show. And yes, I know, we got a Dolph Ziggler-Seth Rollins match. The only reason that match was there was to mask the stench of the rest of the show. Hey, let's throw a little bit of red meat to these guys. God, I fucking hate this show. What, what can I say? This was a sad state of affairs. So uh, let, me, let, me just, let me just say it, guys. Hey, you want a hard penis, visit bluechew.com. There you go. This show, I mean, it'll just zap you. Yeah. It'll leave you deflated, debilitated. Just Twenty-four hours later, live from the kingdom of Galway, what's the crack point? Not much, man. Welcome the I need to listen back to what Cole actually said from the first one. Was it the kingdom of blah blah blah, or was it the progressive kingdom, a beautiful kingdom, or whatever it was? Beautiful king, the beautiful kingdom of Saudi Arabia. I'm from Jeddah in the beautiful kingdom of Saudi Jeddah, Arabia. That was it. Yeah, just a stone's throw away from Jinder Mahal's home city. Oh, what a week. Mm. I am dead. We were supposed to record last night, and it was the only night Nikki could do it. And I passed out from the flu and painkillers I'm on. And I woke up like an hour after we were supposed to start. So we decided to extend Nikki's suspension by one more week. Yeah, the bastard. For, for, for making Steve sick. Yeah. Somehow. Somehow. <laughs> I think fair, it was Raw. Because me and Nikki are both sick. And we both watched Raw live that night. Mm-hmm. It's no coincidence. Nope. That's just proof. Watching Raw live gives you man flu. That's science, man. <laughs> Irrefutable facts. This is the sickest I've been since I was a teenager, honest to God. Yesterday was miserable. I went home from work. I never do that. I felt so weak and ashamed. <laughs> it's just terrible. And like, to put this into context, it's at least four decades since you were a teenager. That's true. 
you are a very, very old man. <laughs> Lots of saying to me today. I was like, oh, did you go to the doctor or something? I was like, what am I, a millionaire in this country? You're mad. <laughs> Can't even afford a fucking plastic bag, let alone go to the doctor. <laughs> did you know they're fucking 22 cents for a plastic bag? My day now, there were 15. Gone up. Oh, stop. How's your week, Gordo? Ah, a bit of a mixed mixed bag, actually. <laughs> bag. Um, went into your went into your friend in the shop. Ah, yes, Jim. Yeah, good old Jim went into the gym, picked up my Nintendo Switch. It's so pretty. It is so fucking pretty. Uh, I don't know how I survived without it. To be honest, this long. Um, it's a it's a life changer. Oh, complete and utter. My Xbox hasn't been touched. Wow. I think I was the same when I got mine. I got it at launch with Zelda and all that. I yeah. just lost most of 2017 to that thing. <laughs> Actually, no, I just told me I lie. I turned on I turned on my Xbox for like 20, 25 minutes last night to watch Devlin versus Don. Ah, yes. But it has been used for gaming. <laughs> it's, um, you've joined the Switch Brotherhood also. Mm-hmm. Now, you're not, you wouldn't call yourself a gamer of any kind, but within the last 12 months, you've bought a PS4 Pro and a Switch. I am as much of a gamer as Michael Jordan is a baseball player. Wow. Yeah. I mean, just call him out on just showing respect <laughs> to his dead father like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, you said, you hit the nail I'm not a gamer at all by any stretch of the imagination. I use my gaming consoles more as entertainment home devices than anything else. But porn. I'm very, obviously, you know, you got to have that HD porn, yo. <laughs> But if you don't have HD porn, I've got something that could really give you a boost. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Rossap just did it there you. a minute ago. <laughs> you got to get those extra plugs in. For every plug, they give us an extra box. <laughs> and in turn, <laughs> <laughs> you'll give them an extra box. <laughs> we need to get a Bluetooth right. sponsorship. You know, I think we'll approach them and say, we'll do it for free. And if you think it's funny, you can pay us. It doesn't have to be much. We'll get you both a copy of Mario Odyssey, so let so let your switch fly. Second hand, second hand. Oh Jesus, of course, of course. <laughs> be wasting the Bluetooth money like that on new <laughs> new games. So, uh, I'm very you, impressed with the switch. Um, yeah, even some of the free stuff on there is great. But you I need really to taken it for a for a joyride yet. Now I've kind of haven't broken her in properly yet. Um, Zelda mightn't be for everyone, but I, I honestly think it's one of the best games I've ever played. But Mario Odyssey, you, it's you have to get it; it's essential. Whenever you finish Pokemon and all that, get in on that. Uh, I'm down oh, home shit. for the weekend, so I may end up picking it up when I'm down there. Cause, uh, no, a couple of couple of buddies who may be able to help me out. So ah, some some friends. Yeah, a few friends. Lovely, wunderbar. How was your week, Steve? Any Black Friday <laughs> shenanigans? Oh, well, luckily, you know, I didn't have to deal with any of that. But of course, I heard many stories from my good friend Jim. Uh, I don't know how many of them you could actually air. Well, I'll tell you later. <laughs> but, you know, usual mix of entitlement, uh, non-Peter Casey voters, a lot of them. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just general malaise of mayhem, carnage, chaos. But tell me, Steve, did did Jim tell you anything about, you know, what this whole Fortnite thing is about? Fortnite? I really, I, I really don't know what it's about. So, And I wish he, someone would enlighten me. He told me this story. Um, so, of course, it was a big day. So he went in early to make sure everything was cool from the night before. He, he knew it would be and all that, but just, you know, a little bit of reassurance. 
uh, gets there around eight, sees people outside already. And you notice one person in particular. And uh, went down for a cigarette then about 10 to 9. That person is, you know, one person goes to the door and then everyone else gets out of their car and goes to the door. And then Jim was saying when he got back there, got to his counter, ready to roll, 40 people come up the stairs, whatever, you know, they're all ready to get the uh, Brack Friday bundles. And uh, the first person who was out there since eight, or presumably even before, if we want to get make it even worse, asked, the question was, I'd like to inquire about Fortnite. Which, of course, is a free game. <laughs> and it's not part of any sort of Black Friday bundle rule. But that person got out of bed to do Fortnite? that. Oh, I need to know where you can buy Fortnite, Steve. <laughs> you should try it on your new Switch, actually. It does run quite well on there. It's no PUBG, but it'll do. PUBG well, is life. Think... PUBG is bay. PUBG is the drizzling shits. Oh, man. Fucking, you retract that. Just thinking, we have our thing that we're going to try and bring back. Uh, PUBG NXT reviews. Fitz has bought two games consoles, and neither of them he can play PUBG with us. <laughs> yeah. Are, are, are they doing cross-platform on the PS4? I, I hope so. I hope so. Sony doesn't like to do it. They just kind of, they had their arm twisted by the phenomenon that is Fortnite. Because um, they don't do Minecraft, they don't do a Rocket League. So, they're the big three, we'll say. So... One day, one day Fitz can join us. Or we'll just do it all on Discord or something and we'll be able to pick us all up on it. Great laugh. Great day for the parish. Great day for the parish. Not a great day for James Ellsworth. Oh, no. Poor old Jimmy Dream. Jimmy Dream. Well, is it poor old Jimmy Dream? Uh, Yeah, we don't know. We really don't know. He's been framed. That's that's the conspiracy going around. Uh, Raju.com or Raja.com or something he's reputable reputable are they a reputable source are they got 3,000 followers on Twitter we nearly have more than them oh okay so not reputable not at all okay there's more reputable coming from me Mickey every morning (laughs) thanks to Bluetooth (laughs) (laughs) see that's what they're missing out on as we said Mm -hmm. we don't even want money we just want that official sponsorship Um, yeah that's Ellsworth put a thing out from his lawyers, you know, say that essentially that he's all in the clear, which I don't know. He said the videos weren't him or something along. I'll pull up the tweet in a second now. Uh, it's very clearly him. Did you ever get around to watching them? No, I've oh. seen the pictures. I have not watched the well, apparent video. One of them is, of course, he's uh, having a... He's, uh, he's playing with the dream. A bit you know, of a tuggy. A bit of a tuggy on the dream. Uh, the other one then was... Of a big dream, though. Uh, well, it's, it was thankfully blurred out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see Jimmy's dream. If, if it's not big enough, we have something that'll help. <laughs> um, yeah, he put a tweet out saying, thanks for the love and support. And then allegations of misconduct have been lodged against me, which he categorically denies, blah, blah, blah. He ne- he hasn't done it, is what he's saying. Um, he called it a social media stunt uh, designed to end his professional wrestling career. Uh, my team and I are prepared to pursue legal action against any party that uh, persists with the promotion of these lies. And then this, I'll get the exact, yeah, Raja.com has it up. Maybe they are reputable. Who knows? It doesn't look very professional. I mean, even our site looks better than this. And ours is a piece of Their shit. site is sexual. <laughs> uh, the story is that uh, this is what they're saying, allegedly. 
uh, Ellsworth had paid had offered to uh, pay someone quote a couple of thousand dollars to find out where the girl lived and to steal her cell phone and destroy it. As per the source, Ellsworth wanted this done so that she would not be able to take any of the evidence on the phone and present it to police. Like you can't just contact Snapchat and go give me that communication. I am the police. That's how it works. The phone <laughs> that's just stored locally. They have all that shit on servers. Yeah, not uh, uh, not the most reputable, I don't think. Um, it's so hard to know what the fuck is going on with this, though. At maybe, the end of he day, paid, maybe he paid them a couple of thousand dollars to put that up. <laughs> maybe it's all just, you know, breadcrumbs all over the place. Nobody knows what's actually going to happen. Um, at the end of the day, I think we kind of touched on this last week, that if this is any sort of a stunt, it's really fucked up. And potentially costing the man his career, which is just flat out fucking wrong and fuck 2018 if that's the case. But the images and videos are there. The images and videos are there, but I mean, at the end of the day, who knows where they came from? He could have sent them to someone else and someone else could then yeah, be in on all this. You know, you don't, we don't know, did he send these directly to a 16 year old? True. We don't know, but um, one of them was him just licking his lips. And sticking his tongue out, it was disturbing. Fitz looked like he was about to puke there. Now he's not even listening. He's no, he's, he's, he's someplace else. I'm trying to be somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I just know. We'll see how that. It could be the craziest story of the year if 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 what Ellsworth is saying is true. I just uh, I don't know. Yeah. Allegedly, allegedly, this is all an allegedly. Oh, apparently, uh, the accuser responds to his recent statement. Oh no! Oh god! Um, I'm trying to load this up here now. Um, do, do, do. My apologies. Now this is taking me a moment because I need to try and because it's been done in a text app ah. and then that was uploaded. So uh, yep, here we go. Um, so the tweet is just: I know the people who are in my corner. Hashtag James Ellsworth. Hashtag fuck Ellsworth. <laughs> The social Ooh. media goes on on that Twitter account aren't really helping things with this whole thing. Either. No, and I wasn't that the whole out. thing that anything she used is not admissible now or something because of that? Yeah, potentially. Although there's a lot of other stuff there around the whole the technically the legal age of consent there is 16. And there's an awful lot of weird legal yeah, shit in there. Yeah, it's hard to, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it says, Mr. Ellsworth made a statement. Everyone has sent it to me. I've seen it. Y'all got to think, if a minor allegedly accused you of sending nudes, wouldn't you do everything to save your ass too? People act like he's going to come out and admit to it all. Uh, I know the truth. All the stories I've heard about him disgust me. People who work with him and know him have told me he's done hardcore drugs before also. Um, <gasps> Not hardcore drugs. Yeah, his own best friend even admitted over a phone call to a girl who has known Jimmy since 2012 that Jimmy has been... Has, been unspeakable things all his life. In all the screenshots, girls, people who have worked with him, promoters, wrestlers, etc. The reason I blurred out their names is out of respect. I don't need tons of people hitting them up also. It's funny the account he added me from. Tons of girls also sent me that exact same snap and said he gave them that exact same Snapchat to them. I've heard that Snapchat is one he uses just to add girls. Also, people saying, well, his face wasn't in any of the explicit photos. Let me know when you find a guy who shows his face when he's taking pictures of his junk. People say, oh, why'd she give a grown man a Snapchat? You guys are telling me if a wrestler you liked and were a fan of you, you wouldn't do that too. 
I have plenty of wrestlers on my Snapchat. Naya, Mojo, Shinsuke, and more. Someone who I was a fan of, met twice, bought a shirt, cheered him at matches, supported his wrestling career. Why would I want to ruin his career in life? He has kids also. I wouldn't destroy somebody's family just for the hell of it. If I were to fake a pedo, it wouldn't be someone as low profile as Ellsworth. Uh, there's always Sick gonna be, burn. Yeah, there's <laughs> always going to be people siding with him. When things like this happen, not everyone is going to be on one side or the other. Go to social media first about this is the biggest mistake I made, and I understand that. I regret that, but everything is a learning. Everything is a learning lesson. Every day is a school day. You know what I'm saying, Gordo? Albert ain't gonna be allowed near schools. <laughs> Jesus, allegedly. Uh, oh, I do, I don't know what to make of this. Leave a wife and kids. Yeah, it's very quiet. You know, I haven't heard anything about you know unrest with the family or anything like that. So, is the wife staying by him or? It, the way she put it there was that it sounded like he sends these out to just women and generally just sends these things out and I'm wondering maybe he didn't know she was 16 doesn't change the fact that he sent it to her uh, I don't know but I refuse to believe Look, I'm a very sceptical person at the best of times about these sorts of things but if he was doing this to multiple people how is it that only one person has ever come forward with any degree of evidence about this and even when she's posting these screenshots apparently from people who have sent stuff to her no one is coming out and backing her up when anyone is questioning any of it. Yeah, but a lot of people don't like to put themselves out there. You hear that a lot. That was where the kind of the Me Too movement came from as well, though. People were that buried that stuff away for years and they never wanted to say anything about it. So I wouldn't, I don't know. Yeah, but it, with, one, with respect to that, I understand that. But you have to have a degree of, you know, uh, certainty about accusations like these things. You know, being accused of something is almost as bad as being convicted of something these days. It pretty much is, you know, actually. It's a good you, point. You're tried by media, you know. And if you're going to make any sort of accusation or back up any sort of claim, then you have to be able to provide evidence of that. Because effectively, like we've seen with the Irish rugby lads, they were convicted before the trial even started. It's a, it's, it's completely negligent that the fact that they were uh, exonerated in court they were still guilty in the court of public opinion true but and obviously i'm looking at this from a very biased male side who has an absolute fear of god that someone could accuse me of doing something even though i know i haven't yeah it's still you have to see it from the other side if this is the case then he's a piece of shit Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. No, and that's no, no one's denying that. Yeah. No one's denying that at mm-hmm. all. And we, were same, we were the same with Enzo as well. Just yeah. want to put that out there. We were the exact same with this. We said and we tried to address it from both sides. Yeah. yeah. And I think we touched on the rugby thing at the time even. So in, yeah. in, in what was essentially a precursor to the B show, which will eventually <laughs> happen. Yeah. But again, we kind of touched on it from the point of you don't fucking judge this stuff until everything comes out. We can't... Yeah. Obviously, we can try and look at it from both sides and say, if it happened, this, if it didn't happen. Yeah. You know, Plus, I think it's... I know that the the girl in question is, is, what, 16, 17 now? So she's obviously a minor in, in many respects, but also kind of the naivety of being a minor as well by bringing this to social media first. Surely, with everything that's happened in this day and age, and with the amount of allegations, especially within the wrestling industry of Enzo Mori, like you just said, most people would be bright enough to you know, go down the proper channels with these certain things if there was any degree of certainty behind them. 
you know, by going to the public with it, regardless of anything else, you're automatically going to create a storm in a teacup. That's essentially trying to kick off the court of public opinion before any other court. Yeah. And, and it's a similar thing with the Enzo thing. You hope it's not true because you hope no one had that happen to them and you hope that this guy's career isn't ruined over something like this. So it's just horrible. It's <laughs> no matter, There's no winners. No winners. There's no winners, only no. losers. Exactly. Horrible shit. Um, yeah, if if he, if it's true, he's, he's in a lot of fucking trouble and good enough for him. Uh, if it's not true, his career is over anyway. It's like, what do you do? Uh, the crowd Who's going to book him? Well, the crowd even that he runs or helps book for have had to cancel the show and everything in December already. Uh, now, it's not officially cancelled, but apparently someone who worked at the venue that they had booked um, announced that it's been cancelled. So, uh, I don't know how true this is, but I read it. He had a six-figure WWE contract, and he could, you know, he was coming back every so often. Kind of like a retainer deal, kind of. Yeah. Way. How, if this is true, and I, it just feels like it's true. Feels like he did do this to me. I don't know. Um, how would you throw that away? It's <laughs> just like, what's well, wrong I, with your brain? Like the one thing that we're kind of getting hung up on the fact is that. He got caught. Didn't Seth Rollins do something very, very similar? To, albeit not to a minor. But to... A, uh, he was cheating on his missus or something, wasn't it? He was cheating yeah, on his missus. Really worse. His, he was cheating on his missus and his missus got into his Twitter and posted pictures that she that he had sent to his missus. Like the time, do you remember that night, that uh, glorious night where, where Twitter became the greatest thing on earth, the night Samir Nazri. Do you remember that one? Where his missus got into his phone oh, and started oh, tweeting yeah. from his account about all the shit he was getting up to. Oh, what a night. Uh, <laughs> an absolute scummer. Kira, hold my calls. I've got drama to be dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought, no, I thought Seth was sending them to other people. Me, I can't no, it was just, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, not great. Slightly changed the order. I was going to say, can we talk about wrestling? But really, we, we, we do we really want to talk about wrestling? Uh, I think J Dog, God rest his smutty soul, uh, was right on the top ten thing. <laughs> the less said about Raw this week, the better. All, all I will say was there was well, SmackDown was pretty good, um, and Don Devlin is amazing, and I will say that multiple times throughout this podcast. <laughs> the uh, nice little segue there from Igordo. Uh, the takeover they've they've announced that NXT UK will get its own takeover in Blackpool. It was announced at the UK tapings at the weekend. Yes. But that wasn't the big story. No. Um, we all knew it was eventually going to happen. The old, uh, as Rory put it, wolf in sheep's clothing. A classic. Uh, exclusive deals have been offered to the top stars, we'll say. Uh, Osprey had a great, great treat where he's going, who's he going to work in, in the UK now? <laughs> but basically, the NXT UK talent are given new increased deals at the tapings. You still work what they call partner shows with Progress, ICW and WXW. Uh, as long as there is a paramedic at the show. Uh, however, they cannot compete against a wrestler from New Japan, Impact, Ring of Honor, or World of Sport, or any other major promotions. And that hadn't been the case before. And this applies immediately. So any booked matches between uh, an NXT UK contracted guy and any other major promotion guy uh, has to be cancelled and rebooked. Um, 
title wrestling promotion based in Leeds were the first to publicly acknowledge the situation. They posted on Facebook that due to changes in circumstances, their December card would mark the final appearance of NXT UK talent on their shows. And uh, other promotions are expected to follow suit, with several groups have been... <clears throat> Several groups having been informed today, which was Monday the 27th, about the changes. Uh, but on the positive side, the wrestlers will be paid more to wrestle less. But does it kill the scene, as people are predicting? <sighs> now, OTT oh, yeah. apparently are one of the partner groups now as well. They're, they're cool, apparently. Uh, I'd say they're kind of middling. Yeah. Other, other than the fact that, you know, there's three... Well, I'm going to exclude... Um, big demo on this one, but there's three top level talents in main roster of WWE, and the fact that Devlin is one of the big guys in NXT UK. Other than that, I'd say OTT will be thrown to the wayside, which is a huge shame. Yeah. Um, well, there's an awful lot of New Japan talent coming through there the last six yeah. months, well, a year. So, like. It's limiting what the guys can work there in a big way anyway. So uh, now a lot of the guys showed up to the tapings hurt. And that might have sped up the process. This was always their plan. No matter what they said, this was always going to happen. Yeah. Um and Gordon, you had that tweet that you put out the <laughs> Homer going for his trambopoline. Oh no, you <laughs> don't. That driving any seat is mine. <laughs> uh, they don't want people making money anywhere other than WWE. It's as simple as that. Um Can you blame him though? Like, I'm trying to be devil's advocate here and say, right, okay, looking at it from the company's point of view, you want to make sure that the people you have working for your company are capable of working when you want them to work. And also, from the wrestler's point of view, like you said, they will be getting paid more to wrestle less. So, I think Pete Dunn put out a tweet, replied to someone during the week, and said that he's worked 12 hard, long years to get to a position where he can support his family and do that in a meaningful way. I can't begrudge that the man no. has less time and getting getting better paid. He's earned his due. He's paid his dues for it. Well, as far as I'm concerned, Pete Dunne should be main roster. He shouldn't yeah. be anywhere near this shit. He shouldn't be anywhere near NXT UK. That guy's True. far too good. To and be. I think I think he will be. I think he was just kind of the big name to to start the brand upon. Kind the, of thing. the Finn Balor of NXT. Hmm. The the guy they put the promotion on his back. But it's time, you know. I think um, someone needs to take the title off him and we'll talk about it later with Raw but they desperately need new fucking faces there Pete Dunne is perfect I'd have him skip past NXT even I know he's wrestled there a few times and he did war games and everything but I would retire Pete roster. Dunne and put him into WWE creative team instead <laughs> you no, know I like to see him punch people in the face and break their fingers <laughs> oh no I mean if, if if that was the only option I had I would still do that <laughs> um, the other side of the coin is how many Smurf Berries is enough you know, how much how much more money do they need? And and will it water down the scene? Uh, I don't think I, so. Did I hear it correctly now and said the first round of contracts that they were offered originally was only fifty grand a year or something like that? Fifty decent, decent money. Like that, yeah. Very but, nice yeah, money. but it is, but you're not going to be kind of, you know, living on that when you're commuting so much and you're doing a lot, a lot of work with them. But if you're only working one or two days a week and you're making 50 grand, sign me up. With your back? Well, my, well okay, not, not as a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> one bump and I'm done. Because <laughs> my stupid yeah, but back. Like, if, 
if they're doing tapings and they're traveling over and the you know like classic independent contractors the wwe have to pay your own travel pay your own accommodation these things add up very quickly so obviously that's why they were still doing the indie shows to to sell their merch to get their their, their fun money there and then you've you have to try plan for the future. These guys only have a, a limited career span. You know, we look at the professional footballers and, you know, question the sanity of a club that will give Alexis Sanchez half a million a week. But from a player's point of view, they know that their earning potential is extremely limited as to how long fools are going to give them money like this. Man, but Sanchez played a great pass there the night. Yeah, like he nearly reached, nearly reached. Nearly. Control. Nearly rich. He was so close to completing the first pass of 2018. Yeah, <coughs> yeah which is wonder. It's a surprise because he's on a pass bonus of one million per pass. God, well, that's good. Oh, yeah. just spray <laughs> the balls around. Do you see that stat slightly going off it for a minute? Uh, since Lukaku last scored at Old Trafford, Alexi Sanchez has made 12 million in wages. Yeah. Uh, Lewis Hamilton ah. has won 11 Grand Prix. Ah, uh, there was something else as well. Oh, Real- he's got 83 goals. 83 goals, and Real Madrid have sacked three managers. Oh my days! Ah, you know, just, just to touch on the whole thing that Fitz kind of got on with the whole traveling and stuff. Um, I I was trying to find one there, and I can't I can't find one. As far as I know, just to use Devlin as an example. He's on over sixty flights so far this year. I think he's on over seventy or seventy five flights that he's had to take so far this year just to be able to get the shows. Pastor Jesus, I did that myself and me last job. It was <sighs> on a plane more than I was on the ground. Sure, yeah. I wasn't paying for them. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know that sort of stuff. I like, that's all. to add to Fitz's devil's advocate. But that—that's mm. why the the offer was only fifty compared to what it probably is now, where it's exclusivity, oh, and I they have to be compensated double. for it. Yeah. Oh, at least double. But I, then, I Dunn must be making one fifty two hundred, surely. Oh, they're they're strapping a rocket to him. They 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 see the potential in him, so they're making sure he's getting looked after. Brock Lesnar, Pete Dunn, Universal Time, give it to me. Brock Lesnar that faced Brian, not the other, not the Dean Ambrose Brock Lesnar, the Daniel Bryan Brock Lesnar, and fucking Pete Dunn would be amazing. I think he would. I think he would do business for fucking for Dunn. Yeah, I, I, I do. I think he would. The, another flip side of this, and kind of look, sitting on the fence further. If all of these guys who are now contracted to NXT UK can't wrestle for their local promotions, you have to look at the potential that this is going to open up so many slots for new guys coming through, and potentially you're going to kind of develop the scene almost faster than you would have before. You know, it's like if you're if your star quarterback goes down injured and you have to throw in the backup, and all of a sudden your backup realizes he's actually quite good and you you've got a good player in your hands. That's what's going to happen, or that's what could happen here if the, the indie promotions kind of develop and manage their uh, talent properly. Fitz, who's your backup quarterback? Uh, Geno Smith. Yeah, yeah. You have him, we have Deshaun Kaiser. Neither of them are getting thrown in there and being good. No, but you could look at um, Jimmy G as an example. I know, yeah. yeah. No, you're, you're, you know you're right. Uh, sure, it was the same when Kaepernick got thrown in the time. Instead of Alex he's banned from this show until he does not kneel during the anthem he is Ooh. banned from this show let well, him do what he wants in, in order to kneel during the anthem he'd have to actually be on a fucking team wouldn't he hey. Vince uh, will sign him although did hey. you see they've announced the first team or the first city for the XFL ah, St. Louis wasn't it or St. Louis yeah. Yeah. there's a hole there <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's one of the ones we predicted since uh, St. Louis Colin Kaepernick's that's the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, no. 
Kaepernick won't be going anywhere near the XFL. Yeah. No. Vintage no. St. Louis. That's what they should call them. Uh, that's that's what they should do. Don't give the stupid American team names. Use cold phrases for the teams. Vintage St. <laughs> Louis. <laughs> San Diego, the town capable of doing extraordinary things. Baltimore big... is rolling as Raw continues. <laughs> the, the Pensacola big dogs. <laughs> the Chicago boss times. Oh, no, the boss time Red Sox. Boss <laughs> You can hear it in my voice there now when I'm sick. <coughs> oh, God. Boss time, Red Sox. I love it. Oh, man. Oh, right. But yeah, no, there's, there's more opportunities there uh, for people that weren't there. Now, this is what brings me to the next thing. All Elite Wrestling. What is this? This is uh, another potential reason why they might have started these exclusivity deals. Um, trademarks have filed, uh, including All Elite Wrestling, AEW, AEW Double or Nothing, Double or Nothing, all the sort of shit, AEW All Out, All Out, and Tuesday Night Dynamite. Uh, this is the your man from Fulham and the Chargers, is oh, it? Uh, Jaguars. Jaguars. Um, his son is, uh, you know, working with, possibly working with Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson and all the boys, Jericho, JR, all that sort of stuff. So all these patents have been filed. Talking about a Tuesday night deal now once SmackDown goes to Fridays. Uh, story was JR working on WWE side, uh, Jericho working on uh, New Japan side, wasn't it? And two main rosters are said to be locked down in, in, uh, in terms of going when their contract is up. I'll hypothesize that it's the Good Brothers. Could potentially be Nax. Could be. Um, so this is probably another reason why the exclusive deals have been hit all of a sudden. Yeah. Get uh, these boys money before someone else throws money at them. Cause yeah, because there's going to be a hell of a lot of money behind this. This guy's got money. This, this, this is money. the lad who wants to buy Wembley. Yeah. Yeah, he wants to buy Wembley. Money, 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 money. <laughs> and he just said, I want to buy Wembley because I want to move the was over there. He has the money to just turn around and buy out Wembley. Like... That's the, the only reason he hasn't already bought it is because FA blocked it. Yeah. Or have, have stalled it for some reason. He can buy Wembley on a Friday just for the laugh. Yeah. Imagine what kind of money. change in his pocket. Imagine what kind of money he can offer fucking Okada and Omega to join this thing. Just context. His worth, apparent net worth performs is 6.8 billion US dollars. Holy How much Jesus. is any Mac worth? <laughs> I'm going to say substantially less by the day. <laughs> <laughs> Did he ever hit the B? Yes, around about 99,000. Tres comas. He's a millionaire who should be a billionaire. (laughs) Oh, apparently he's worth 2.8 billion now. Is he? Yeah, Yeah. but he doesn't spend it on his fucking talent. Not like this lad will. This lad Um, will. This lad is just, it'll be, I was going to say it'll be a play thing for him, but that's kind of a really bad way of putting it. So I I think if he went in there, he'd take it seriously. It's going to be like a big, expensive, real-life version of EWR. That's what it's going to be. He's just going to book whatever he wants and it's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be Nitro. Talent. He won't use an hour of Baron Corbin. Yeah, it's just an hour, an actual hour. Um, but yeah, I, I hope they don't make the, the billionaire Ted mistakes and offer creative control to lads that are over the hill and all that. I hope it's a youthful... Yeah, I hope it's a youthful, uh, new face-led kind of thing. I'd hate to see New Japan suffer from it, but I think an American product... That rival that pushes SmackDown isn't too bad, but pushes them to get better. I don't want to see anyone close. I don't want to see WWE go out of business or anything. 
I do. No, you don't, because you'd hate it if it happened. You want to see them challenge, because this Monday proved it. They need a fucking competition. They need a kick in the ass, because they don't care anymore. The worst thing is, for actual in-ring product, and just quality product in general, they have competition. They have stuff that blows their own stuff out of the water on their own fucking network. That's a totally separate company. I'm convinced of it. You know? (laughs) Can we take a few minutes to actually just talk about that? How? How? I don't understand this. Like, you have, like, I'm going to call this a good, but not great takeover lineup. We've seen better takeover lineups against a Survivor Series card, which for all intents and purposes is pretty stacked. You've got a Brock Lesnar match. But no stakes, that's the thing. Yeah, but it's still a stacked card. So even, like, on a bad day, the main roster should always out-defeat a good takeover. In theory, there should be no competition. So to say TakeOver had more viewers on the WWE Network than Survivor Series had. It was the most viewed show on the network in November. I would love to know where Survivor Series ended up. Are we talking live figures or total watches? That's it. That's the total watches. It was the most viewed show across the suite of whatever they had in November. That's insane. I'm pretty sure Survivor Series was second. I, got, I, I asked a question in our exclusive pre-production group chat on the, the WhatsApp thingy, my job. <gasps> is, is pay-per-view buys still a thing in America? I don't think so. Rory will tell me afterwards when he's listening to this. I bet he's listening to this now. You know when you're listening and you're like, these guys are talking and I know the answer and it's driving <laughs> me crazy. I, I don't think it is. I think it's a, 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 it's a thing that is failing and that's why you, not failing, but it's on the downside now. That's why you see Conor McGregor fly, hiring a fucking private jet to go and break into the Barclays Center. That's how they create these things now. Like, I'd be interested to see how Wilder and Fury does at the weekend. See yeah. what kind of pay-per-view buys they have. Fury is doing fucking everything he can to fucking... Hey, whip that top off and ready to kill someone. <laughs> it was great. Did you see the Oakland <laughs> happen afterwards when they left? No. No, apparently they, apparently they left and they went outside and uh, he was walking down the street and he saw a homeless have one shoe so he ended up taking off both his shoes and says, here my man, nobody needs to be walking around with bare feet. He gives what him a, his, gives him a his shoes and he's there strolling around in his bare feet. Apparently he goes into a shop and buys himself a new pair a couple of minutes later. <laughs> Dyson Fury, fucking hero. He's Love donating him. all of his check as well. Is he? He's donating yeah. all of his check to help build homes for the homeless as well. Jesus. The man, like, his actually is, he's made his money. Yeah, he that Klitschko money. fight, he could never... Well, you see what happened to him after the Klitschko fight. He never had to work again. Yeah, that's it. He's like, I don't have to work again. I'm more than comfortable living the life I have. I haven't been stupid with my money. I want to do something. I want to make a difference. And I want to actually leave a proper legacy. So, wow. Fair play to him. I'm actually, I like him even more now. I'm actually wanting him to nearly... I'm really wanting him to win the fucking fight after Yeah, this. yeah. Because like, you know, I figured the fight was Wilder and AJ, but they were dragging their heels. AJ side was um, dragging their heels on that one. So it could be Fury and AJ now. Yeah. For all the marbles. I do like marbles. Anyway, wrestling. It's way more oh. crack talking about anything else, isn't it? Tyson Fury, sound man. Tyson Fury, <laughs> top bollocks. <laughs> uh, did you listen to uh, Jake Roberts on Rogan? I only got two or three clips of it. I haven't gotten to hear all of it yet. Oh, the Andre it's... stuff is marvelous. <laughs> it's amazing. It's an amazing part. I think two hours of gold. Um, the thing I never knew, he got a new snake every 10 days. What? Because they, yeah, because they couldn't stay on the road. I always thought in my head, you know, there was one or two snakes that they changed out. There was a farm in Connecticut 
that uh, gave him a new snake every 10 days because they couldn't leave the snakes on the road because they'd die. <laughs> and he's like, what do you think is happening to my body if you can't leave a snake in a bag for 10 days? So literally, um, snake, snake goes out for 10 days, goes back to the farm, he gets another kind of yeah, job. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Oh, man, you were telling me about this at the weekend and it creeped me the fuck out. Oh, yes. Tell You have to tell the story about... Um, I lead into it. Uh, yeah. He often would keep the snake in the bath, in the bathroom, so he'd be, you know, wrestlers in the 80s and 90s, there's a lot of women hanging around them. So he couldn't use the bathroom. Because the snake, once he got in there, the snake would pounce. He always said the snake, he went for a piss and he'd be sizing up his dick and he'd bite it off. <laughs> no, well, why would it be sizing up his dick? Would he even have to take in a certain something? Well, Blue Chew wasn't around at the time, but I imagine, <laughs> I imagine he wouldn't take it around the snake. Um, yeah, the, the thing with Liger, this yeah. is fucking incredible. Uh, so Liger had joined a tour of, with WWF, I think it was Australia. And they were in this one of these big auditoriums or whatever. Liger's only condition was that he wasn't in a locker room with Jake the Snake because he was afraid of snakes. And Jake was like, no bother. Sounds good to me. No problem, dude. So they got him literally a room on the other side of the auditorium. Uh, Liger's taking a shower. And he steps out and he has a look. And the snake comes up through the toilet. And is, you know, it's a, it's a python or a cobra or whatever it was. Yeah. And it's looking around through the toilet. And then it slithers back down into the wall. And they were, they were theorizing that it could, you know, they could sense fear because it's a predator. And it senses fear in the prey. And the snake just slithered away. Liger got on a, on, a, on a flight that night and fucked off and never worked the show. Oh, fuck that. Because yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, I always thought, you know, Jake doesn't carry it. He brought it everywhere with him. He was on planes with this thing in, 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 uh, in you know, carry-on luggage or check bags or whatever. I heard something about that's how we used to get the drugs in or something like that. This is another amazing one. Uh, So he would keep the drugs for all the boys. He'd have all the steroids or whatever recreational drugs they had. Uh, So they'd get pulled over going over to Canada or Mexico or whatever. They'd they'd be stopped at customs and he'd go, what's in the bag? Uh, Listen, buddy, I haven't, that snake isn't, isn't set to be fed for another week or whatever. You can open the bag, but I'm stepping back. And he'd have all the drugs at the bottom of the bag with the snake. He goes, listen, that motherfucker's going to pounce. And he started talking about how when he says, when he bites your arm, and he will, just try not to turn it, because that's when they'll rip your flesh. And they were like, just move along, sir. <laughs> it's fucking genius. Fucking hell. Uh, Roddy Piper pulled a gun on him because he put the snake near the back of his head. Um, <laughs> it's fucking incredible. The biggest thing, and nobody has picked this up, wrestling websites picked up a conversation we had with Jordan Devlin, but they didn't pick this up on fucking Joe Rogan's podcast, the biggest one in the world. He has a phrase, or he had a quote, thanks Vince McMahon for affording him his, his cocaine addiction. And he said he would have killed someone to get it at the time. He said if someone had an eight ball, he would have stabbed him to get it. And he details how the doping was done. Um, they'd be called to a locker room for whatever reason. Uh, and they'd be in there and the doctor would be there. What do you need? Uppers, downers, painkillers, blah, 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 blah. What do you need? Steroids, blah, blah, blah. How many do you need? Oh, you can take as many as you want. And he's talking to an addict who's just going to fill his boots with the shit. He detailed how it happened and nobody picked it up. And I was thinking, Vince McMahon better get his neck brace ready. He'll be in front of a federal fucking judge again. Crazy. Oh, good Lord. What the fuck? And that's why I think Ambrose was in a doctor's office this week. Because they do like an old troll move. Oh, I'm convinced that's why they did that. That is, well, they had him and Braun. Yeah, but it, they had someone injecting him. They literally had someone in inject- a doctor's office. I know. I had to look away because I'm fucking deadly afraid <laughs> of needles. Oh, 
Oh, oh the absolute troll of cuts, but yeah. The Macho Man story does a great Macho Man impression. Uh, this is the psychotic part about Macho Man, so I'm not going to try and do the impression because I already have a sore throat as it is. But uh, you know, someone told him, "Oh, we're doing the deal tonight where Damien is going to bite him on the arm. He wants to make sure that he's defanged and everything." And uh, Macho Man doesn't trust him. He's like, "No, brother, I got to see you do this first. He's like, "What? You want me to, to be bitten by the snake? Yeah, brother, we got to know you're doing it first. So. Jake the snake had to get Damien, he'd lift up the back of his leg, a pant leg or whatever, and he had to get the snake to bite him. And then, you know, he did the bite, whatever. And then Macho Man goes, now leave it there. I want to see what happens to you. So he was convinced it was a rib <laughs> that the snake wasn't, uh, was defanged or didn't have the venom taken out. So he had Jake get the snake to bite him first before they did it in the ring. <laughs> oh, Macho Man. <laughs> To be fair, I don't blame him at all for that. Yeah, probably, yeah. But I, I, I at least would have... But then again, if if that's what the doctors were doing, I probably wouldn't have trusted the vets either. <laughs> so, <laughs> Plus, we all know the ribbing stories that were going on back then. We've heard all yeah. the stories. Not a notion <laughs> would I be getting a fucking bite of a snake in the first place. I'd be like, hey, hey, we got an idea for you to get bitten by a snake. Nope, 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 yeah. nope. <laughs> I'm sick, I'm sick. <laughs> but that was one of the most traumatizing things I've ever seen when I was a kid. It's like, why is that snake biting Macho Man? Why is no one helping him? Oh, man. Oh, yeah, Lord. get on that. Watch it. It's Some of it's terribly sad as well, though. It's. I'd it's, say it's a hard watch at times. It, it is, it is, it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get into it, but yeah, he was abused as a kid and all that. And The sister was abused as well and fucking killed herself or something. Yeah. Something uh, fucked, uh... His dad's second wife was raping Jake. <laughs> So Jesus Christ, that, not good. Man. When he was twelve or something, yeah. I I remember vaguely hearing stuff about it before, but never that sort of thing. You just go looking into really. No, no. Uh, but it was a, a very long promo for DDP Yoga. Really, is the that's a big thing. Uh, God, it's great though. It is. It's it's excellent. Rogan is the fucking man. He's he got such a good way of interviewing people though. He really yeah. does. He, he can get stories out of anybody because he just he just wants to hear people talk shit. Like that's yeah. You think DDP's was brilliant, Jake's was brilliant. Oh, there's so many others. Mick Foley. He has to get Mick Foley. Have him get a wrestler under every couple of fucking months, yeah. man. Like uh, one of the lads from that kind of era who would have the stories of being on the road properly and stuff. Oh yeah. He would get some fucking great stories. Get oh, Hogan yeah. on there, brother. Oh god. And he loves Hulk Hogan. I think the, the two I want to see is Mick Foley and Ric Flair. He fucking loves Ric Flair. So that would be an amazing podcast. The stories Flair could tell. <laughs> but to, to fucking Jake oh, the Snake to shame. They smoked weed on other podcasts. Imagine what they'll do on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Rick can't. He'd literally die. <laughs> popping around about 20 Bluetooths before. <laughs> Calabine. You'll be fucking slapping all the shoulders. Fucking Calabib <laughs> at the Liverpool PSG match last night. That's right, yeah. As soon as he pop, I'm sitting in the fucking sitting room on my own. Next thing he pops up and out of nowhere, he just shouts, Calabib! <laughs> oh, Joey Diaz, what a man. Oh, Lord. Do you see the network, USA Network are banning the curb stomp again? Well, apparently. Apparently. No, Rollins did tweet out and say that, that the source for that gave wrong info. But he did finish with the thing that uh, I finally. It's good to see that suplex into or that super to superplex into the Falcon Arrow actually get a win. Uh, I just think that if it is true, I can't believe this is all the USA Network are troubled about, considering the fucking state rolling in. 
has the ratings come out yet actually uh i'm not sure i'll just I'll check it. it yeah this is why we need a researcher mm-hmm. then we I'm wouldn't work- have to think all right i'm working on it i've worked i've fucking got shad khan and vince mcmahon's net worth so far today <laughs> go to his research here <laughs> but then you wouldn't have to if anyone know, wants to I, be the I, researcher i enjoy these things we can pay you in bluetooth Whenever we eventually get the subscription <laughs> or the sponsorship. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, oh, he has the info. <laughs> Does he? SmackDown gains big ground on Raw in ratings. Shocker. Uh, let's have a look at this now. This week, Raw scored one of its lowest rated episodes in history, averaging roughly 2.37 million viewers. Um, overall number is the dramatic erosion that occurred. When the broadcast began, 2.61 million tuned in, and only 2.1 million were there for the remain uh, for the finish. So they lost half a million from start to finish. Jesus. Um, I honestly thought it would be more. Mm-hmm. And that was in a show where they were teasing that there was potentially something going to happen during this Bar- uh, Balor Corbin match at the end as well. And they had the so they mystery building. of the. They trolled everyone. Remember earlier on, we said Bray Wyatt came back over the weekend at Starcade? We said that'd be cool if Bray Wyatt opened, answered the open challenge. And I said, it's going to be Ziggler. I think maybe you said it first. It'll be Ziggler. It's definitely going to be Ziggler. And I was actually shocked we were right. I thought, nah, there's no way they'd actually do that. <laughs> well, they did. Um, just uh, by comparison, SmackDown got an average of 2.26 million. So essentially, if you're looking at that, around about 95% of the audience from Raw tuned in to watch Becky Lynch come back. Yeah, God bless the man. Um, I heard a man, but uh, yeah, that's shocking. That's absolutely shocking. That it's literally what point one one of a difference. Well, when the you opened the show with Corbin coming out telling everyone what he's thankful for, you knew you were in for a bad show. Well, Bobby Lashley is thankful for all them beta males who sit at home on oh. the couch while he gets up every morning and gets at it. Now I can hope and go to my fucking job every morning. Yeah, for beta male. Someone had said it. Vince McMahon discovered that word. <laughs> it's like Vince. Uh, so I don't know who said it first, but Vince discovered that word over the Thanksgiving break. <laughs> oh no! Out. I think that was a troll of Jericho. Jericho being the Alpha Club. Ah uh, no! I now th- Beta. No, he's just taking it fucking. Uh, that's no, two weeks in a row that they've started off with an extremely long segment, which has absolutely killed the crowd. Yeah. To get into raw, I just need to do a certain something that's a bit of a tradition. Oh, hey. climax! <laughs> I wish I could join and you, but you I think I'm dying. You can get it at bluechew.com. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, I'm gonna need that if I'm gonna have to fucking relive this shit again. Uh, Elias has Lashley beat with the Macho Man elbow, but Leo Rush drags him out. Corbin makes another disqualification match, which all ends up basically in a beatdown. Where all the boys, for a very long time, beat the living piss out of Elias. Why was Balor not out there? Exactly. He was on honeymoon with Renee. Balor was facing Corbin later, and then he's a promo about it, about how what he saw from Corbin and the boys earlier was, was unacceptable, and he's going to fight for him, blah, 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 blah. And he didn't run in. But this was a long ass. There must have been five or six minutes of a beatdown. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was um, in the shitter. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, if you're a babyface wrestler, I mean, obviously, you always stay right at the curtain in case any of your friends are attacked. 
in the main event, then Balor had Corbin almost beaten, and Corbin makes a handicap match. Drew and Corbin win that one. Lashley comes out. They all hit their finish on Balor to close the show. That was the through line for the entire show, and it was fucking miserable. It was an hour of Baron Corbin. Yeah. I'm saying this, I've been the person on this podcast who has defended Corbin the most. I've always said I think there's something there. I do think he is potentially a future champ, and I still stand by it. But I think that he needs to be a less is more kind of guy. You don't have him go out there and do a 10-minute promo. You don't have him go out there and wrestle a 15-minute match. He's a go out there, be a bit of a dick, three or four minutes fucking quick match, bang, done, get him out of there. He has decent enough. He has a couple of flashy-looking moves and spots. Leave him get that shit in with taking a couple of fucking kicks and a couple of different moves himself. Hit his finish, get out, done. That's why he should be. He should not be the focal point of the show. No. I, oh, it was miserable. And then we mentioned the trolling as well. Like, I mean, this, this, <laughs> the whole show is designed to piss people off. I'm utterly convinced of it. Can I pause for a second there and, and ask your opinions of something? And I know you, you'll be brutally honest because that's, that, that's what you do. Let's play a game where they're not trolling us. And their creative team slash Road Dog slash Vinny Mac said, this is the show we want to put on. Tell me the reasons and the logic behind how they booked that show. Like, genuinely, put yourselves in their position and see what sort of logic you can apply to what happened on Monday Night Raw. Only logical explanation is, five minutes before it went on the air, Vince McMahon lost the script. (laughs) And he had to get them to rewrite something on five minutes notice. It's just all heat. The whole thing is designed around putting heat on people. They can't put baby face. What's, they can't. what's the long term then? What, okay, well, what are they building towards by doing all this heat? Is it to get Braun Strowman over when he comes back? Nothing. They're never building to anything. They take it week by week. I, I don't see the end yet. This is their time where the dead zone, where they don't care, and it's until the Royal Rumble. It's... <sighs> there has to be something. Becky Ronda. Or maybe Charlotte Ronda. Well, there's That's rumors, the only thing they're booking to one of them. There's a rumor out today that apparently Ronda's on her way over to SmackDown. I still think you have her cost. Oh you have her interfering in this triple threat match, potentially cost both Charlotte and Becky. To be honest with you, I, I see an absolute perfect... I know we're going to kind of segue in a bit. I see a perfect scenario here where Becky drops the title to Charlotte in that triple threat through whatever nefarious means that you're talking about there that gets becky out of the title picture she could win the rumble or she doesn't even need to to get a match against ronnie at wrestlemania and you also then have asuka's number one contender babyface up against against heel charlotte and we finally get the asuka win at wrestlemania over charlotte that we should have got last year the becky is absolutely losing the title because all of a sudden it's a triple threat for no reason i'm asuka, okay with that um say charlotte or asuka pin each other one of the other Becky's I, not involved in the fall. It's the triple threat TLC, so does that not involve having to climb up and get the belt? Exactly, yeah. Or does it? Yeah. But any you know TLC how they match do these belt. No, any TLC match where a belt has to be hung. Mm. Speaking of hung, <laughs> <laughs> you go to Bluetooth.com. <laughs> to be fair now, you don't need a Bluetooth if you got Becky Lynch involved. No, you don't. Jesus, you don't. God bless that man. Oh, like, I, Jesus Christ, I've, I've never been more attracted by a man in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Did they not do a TLC match before where a title when it was a pinfall? 
No, you're, ta- you're taking the stairs there. match between Rowan and Big Show. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay, it's okay, this year we're getting a hands match. The women's thing on Raw this week, the ball oh, segments were just fucking God. terrible compared to the man in Charlotte and Asuka. Nia Jax. Oh, my fuck. Take her Christ. out back and put her down. She's gotten her lips done. Badly. <laughs> oh, you just... Oh. Everything about her is bad. This whole promo was terrible. Rhonda again with these weird monolithic mute. What the fuck are you saying? Nobody says these things. Paul Heyman says these things. Oh, the... He's writing the scripts for her. Monolithic mute. There's no way fucking Paul Heyman made her say that. 100%. Oh, good God, I don't. Paul I... Heyman helped write fucking stuff for Sabu, Rob Van Dam, all these sort of lads. Paul Heyman can write a promo. These ain't Heyman promos. There's no I, way. There's a stench of Heyman off this. No, sucker and succotash, son. No way. These are political speeches. Which is yeah. back to something I said fucking months ago. It's a good point. Every, look at any promo except Becky Lynch in the last couple of months. Everything is political speech or troll speech. Yeah. I don't know if I'd go at all. I think you're, you're, you're right to about 85%. Paul which, Heyman's thing is, is still eighty percent too much. Well, Paul is the whole thing that he hides people's negatives. Our negative for Rondes are talking. There's no way he booked her or had her scripted to say that. I think she's been doing quite well with talking lately, considering where she's come from. You know, she's come from an area where she's never had to do a, a vocalized promo like this before, and to within a year to be able to talk and stand toe to toe with the man. She's doing quite well. So I th- I wouldn't be... Uh, and without her friend, too. Which one? Natty. Which they all of a sudden realised this week. Natty was part of this fr- a friendship with Rhonda. So she comes out to stop the beatdown by the Natural Disasters 2018. <laughs> and uh, Riot Squad cut them off. So we're still doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Burn it with fire. You yeah. know what, lads? When things are bad... And uh, you're sick of the heel authority figure that's been done to death since the since what the late nineties. You don't want just one heel authority figure; you want two. Uh, separate divisions. And Alexa Bliss is now the general manager of the women's division. Uh, there are three heel authority figures on Raw. I good point. I forgot about herself. <laughs> but a weekly a weekly thing. There's two mm. of them. Even with Stephanie, she kind of was going over Corbin's head a little bit sometimes as well. But this is exclusively two heels, like, but three and yeah, three. You're right. Um, they have this horrendous segment with a plant in the crowd, not Mitch the plant, uh, a planted mm-hmm. human. Uh, the open forum with uh, Sasha and Bailey. This was fucking so atrocious. If if you could change one thing about the women's division, what would it be? <laughs> Cue the booze from the crowd. This is awful, chance. Uh, and the Bailey's going to ship you back to hell where you came from. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> oh, good oh, God. Kill me. Oh, they have to know. They have to know when they're sent out there to do these things. Who was it? Was it yourself or Nikki uh, made a point of, do you reckon they told him, okay, just don't mention tag titles. And yeah, and Nikki, yeah. Unscripted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Sashley is attacked from behind by Mickey, Dana, and Foxy, who pulled double duty on the night. And Dana, who was a baby face at Starcast. Amazing one. Starcade. Um, <laughs> Starcast. You never know. Everyone else was there. The boat money making rackets. That was funny. <laughs> uh, 
God in heaven. We Kill had that. Me. We had AOPP. Uh, now, this is the only thing I'd say. I laughed. It at least elicited a response from me. Ah, Elias. Elias, Elias. Ah, but yeah. Bobby Lashley yeah. suck. Yeah. Bobby Lashley sucks. But Bobby AOP Lashley is tough. AOP defend against Rude and Gable. Uh, Drake Maverick runs off with Rude's robe and then appears on the screen after the break. Uh, and Rude is distracted by Drake Maverick, who is pissing on his robe. And this, of course, cost him the match because maybe Rude should have been worried about winning the titles and then he could buy a new robe. But whatever, you know, give it. Sure, maybe he has an emotional attachment to that robe. Maybe like that's the one he wore when he won the NXT title or something. Maybe he probably was too. But uh, he, I liked how he put it into the toilet before he pissed on it. Because <laughs> he was going to be neat with his piss. He's like, I don't, I don't want to piss all over the floor. I'm going to aim in the toilet. And I just know I'm going to hit the robe. Yeah, he didn't want he, that splashback. Uh, oh, Lord. What the fuck? At man? least I laughed there. I went, what have I just watched? Yeah. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, that was a miserable fucking show. Yeah, oh, absolutely horrendous. Um as, as you said, it's all heat. You don't know how to book Babyface. Uh, you have Balor, who, as I was saying, they were te- it looked like they were teasing there was something going to happen in this main event. Really looked like it. They were building to it. Um, then, what were you thinking? Because I didn't really get that vibe. I don't know. I just got the vibe of, okay, maybe it's part of the old school in me saying you send the crowd home happy and that there was going to be some sort of comeuppance for Corbin and the lads at the end of it. I don't know. Um, I said maybe it's maybe it's the old school in me thinking, yeah, they're they're gonna get the upper hand, something's gonna happen, there's gonna be even a a save at the end. There was no just that heat. Oh, nothing but heat. Like I was talking to Paddy about it after and he kinda of brought up the point that Balor is essentially like the two thousand and one ish Rob Van Dam, where this he's over point. as fuck. Yeah. He's the crowd love him. He's talented as fuck. He just screams champ. He's main event and stuff. Yes, they're doing nothing with him at the same time. Well, this was the thing I had as well. Roman's gone, so they moved to Braun. Braun is out for a few weeks, and they moved to Elias, not Balor. So Elias was next in line behind Braun, not Finn Balor, which is worrying. Shinsuke and Balor to all elite. Yeah. Oh, man. Give me Prince Devitt back. Prince Devitt versus Kenny Omega and all elite. Oh, you know, you know Prince what Devitt doing. versus Hangman. <laughs> I don't see the big thing about Hangman yet. Ah, uh, you will. He's good. He's very good. Once he stops doing that stupid fucking running, diving fucking thing Flip the into the lariat. Ah, uh, fucking no, no. I like that, but it's off the apron to the outside. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I hate that move so much. I nearly hate it as much as I hate Baron Corbin these days. <laughs> And here's the thing, Steve. Do you hate him because he's a heel or do you hate him because you fucking hate him? Who? Corbin? Corbin, yeah. Uh, I've ne- I never warmed to him in the first place. I kind of liked his heel character when he stopped talking and covered up his belly a little bit. But Slightly now it's better. just it's just gone a little bit too far now where it's just not original anymore. Do you reckon this is a new way of making fans boo guys? Like, no, it's... It's the they, wrong kind of boo. No, that's this the thing. I mean, maybe this is the new one. Maybe this is the new, because everyone cheer, everyone wants to cheer the, the cop, be cool heel. This way, make them really boring and really annoying in the boo. Nah, this is, this is a bad kind of heat, though. Like, the ratings yeah. are proven this is go-away heat. 
Like, look at Randy Orton. He's able to develop proper heat. You know, and he does it very simply. Owens and Jericho. Owens Jericho are the same. Daniel Bryan will get it over as well. You know, it, it all comes down to the charisma and the, the ability of the person telling the story. You shouldn't want that go away heat because that is, that that's heat is not going to keep you warm all night. Maybe that's what they want. Maybe that's the way they're looking at things. I think Gordo's right. They just can't book shit anymore. They don't know how to make a baby face. They don't know how to book a run. Bailey. Book a heel. Bailey. Look, look at fucking the man. She yeah. literally got herself over organically through good performances, even when she was losing. And then one chance, one sniff of an opportunity, and she's the biggest thing the company's had in the female division ever. And possibly one of the biggest things they've ever had across all genders, non-binary included. Yeah, Orlando Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, she is literally one of the biggest stars they've had in the last decade, at least. Oh, easily, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, and that was mainly organic. But they've gone from a division that nobody cared about, what, four years ago, three, four years ago? Three, four weeks ago. To potentially... Well, people cared about when they were all in NXT. But the Becky um, thing is a result of years worth of her being looked over. Oh, 100%. Other people. So, well, you've, yeah. You've gone from that extreme to potentially, you could look at this close in WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. If they and go it should. Ronda, that's, it, should that's be. it. And you can say you have a Royal Rumble winner main event in WrestleMania if you have her win the Rumble. That's the main event. Simple as. And it has yeah. to be. It would. Uh, like, we all acknowledge that it was the main event of Survivor Series. Yes. It was Clearly. the only thing that they were building. And Clearly, that, when you saw what happened afterwards. I wonder, actually, now that we kind of just touched on that, the fact that that match wasn't on, did that turn off a lot of potential viewers from Survivor Series? Well, I didn't watch it because there was just zero. There's no, nothing was on the line. So you were nothing broken that, happened. that weekend in general, though. But I had no interest anyway. That was the only match I had any interest in seeing. Um, there was nothing on the line. So what's the point? But it's the one night of the year where Raw and, and SmackDown <laughs> superstars go head to head in direct competition. And one side won <laughs> six nil, and it was barely mentioned. And then the other team six, six one six, six one. one. Well, six Hashtag nil is what they say. Supposed uh, to be seven nil. Pre-show doesn't count. We've we've noticed that. Um, the other team loses uh, loses by six, <laughs> and nothing is said. Nobody gets fired, even though they were going to fire whoever made the World Cup final. <laughs> I've I've cracked it. I've worked it out. I've worked it all out. You just hit the nail on the head there. The pre-show doesn't matter. Raw is a three-hour SmackDown pre-show. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Raw doesn't matter. There, bang. I like it. Quick mats. Uh, speaking of mats, Jeff Hardy's 20th anniversary. <laughs> what the fuck was this? He uh, debuted in May 1994. It's razor Yeah. Keith Davis for life. <laughs> when did he actually debut as the Hardy Boy then? Oh, uh, I don't know. Probably it probably was ninety eight then. That's probably what they're going with. But I'm, I like this. I'm not going to lie. I like the whole segment. Yeah. Uh, I started off very poorly when I saw Michael Cole in the ring. I was yeah. like, "He's following me. Please leave." <laughs> and I thought he was retiring because the whole roster are on the stage and there's posters in the ring and everything. Thank you, Hardy. Uh, Joe comes out and Shane is not happy about it. He's like, "What are you doing? What's the problem here?" Uh, Joe said he was popping bottles backstage and said maybe bringing champagne around Jeff isn't the best idea. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> Straight edge um, society stuff. I love it. Yeah. Uh, it infers that Jeff doesn't remember much of the stuff in the video. Um, 
And Joe offers him his one-step program, quick and painless. He's going to put him out, blah, blah, blah. Quick and painful. Quick and painless, he said. Didn't he? Maybe it said painful. It doesn't matter. Here's my point on it. It's going to hurt him. He's going to hurt him, okay? If it's, that's, that's the bottom line. <laughs> <laughs> going to hurt him good. Joe, Jeff is not going to be happy with the outcome of this one. <laughs> okay. One thing we're sure. Uh, Joe's a tough guy again. After we've been bitched out again recently. He starts fights that he never wins. as WWE booking. And I'm just thinking eventually Samoa Joe needs to finish a feud on top for the audience mm-hmm. to take the next run in seriously. And maybe this one with Jeff is the one. If, if, Jesus Christ, if he doesn't win this feud, just put him out to pasture. Like, Jeff can take a hit. He's yeah. taken so <laughs> He's many hits. Plenty of <laughs> Thank you for picking up on that. Right before the Sting match. <laughs> I was surprised that didn't make it into Joe airing an alternate fucking video package. Yeah, of the DNA thing. Just that. Wait, that could be next week. You never know. Um, well, we will know next Tuesday, yeah. but we should watch The Man. Fitz is right, though. He's Jeff Hardy. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But it matters to Joe. He has to win one. Yeah. Oh, big time. Um, Orton had a You People promo. What oh, do you yeah. mean, You People? What do you mean, You People? Um, he and has Ray's mask from last week. Dude played another dude. <laughs> And I was thinking the real heel thing to do here would be to sell Rey Mysterio's mask on eBay for a very small price. <laughs> <laughs> Have Orton sign it and then sell it on eBay. <laughs> they should do shit like that. It'd be hilarious. Um, but yeah, Rey comes out and have a bit of a brawl, but Rey ends up getting a chair around the neck and rammed into the steps. Orton is trying to take the ne- a second mask away, but the refs are in his way. He won't do it. He's just a merch collector. He's just, yeah. <laughs> Ares is the belt collector. <laughs> Orton is the merch collector. Um... Yeah, I'm liking that. I'm liking that Orton and Rey Mysterio thing. Could be quite cool. It feels it's like 2005. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This Orton thing. thing is a slow burner and I'm liking it. Yeah. And the fact that they're not shoving it in your face is actually kind of appealing to me. It's kind yeah. of just they're just dropping it in every little bit. Here we go. Another little bit. Another little bit. I'm like, mm, I like this. Give me more. Yeah, but you know on Tuesday something cool is going to eventually happen out of it. Even if there's a bad week here or there, you know it's going to pay off eventually. Yep, House of Horrors. Well, you know, <laughs> I didn't mind it that much. I liked honest. it. I, yeah. It's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, I liked it. Like the piss thing on Raw. It was a guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I was reaching for anything to latch onto. Mm-hmm. I latched onto that piss. Yep, you love the piss. Um, yeah. Yeah, AJ was getting what chance. One guy was watching. Oh, I, I, li- I picked up the exact same thing. I want to punch that guy in the face. I was just, I, I said, Enzo him. Where's your yeah. wand to, to bring him out? Oh, my God. Um, Can't, why was that watch chant not killed like 10 years ago? Oh, it's so annoying. Um, People don't the, know how to use it. The AJ promo has two video recaps in it, but he doesn't throw to the video. They just happen. So they don't have enough time on SmackDown to even say, take a look. He, so that was dumb. a great promo. But it, this whole video recap thing is driving me crazy. Oh, don't watch Raw then. <laughs> oh, God. But at least on Raw, they throw to it. It's just... I yeah. Know. Do you realize that you watch the opening segment live and you watch it recapped four more times throughout the show? Yeah. But how many times did I get to see Dean Ambrose get a, a fucking needle jammed into his arse? One of them was in slow motion. Yeah, slow motion arse jab. Super zoom. Sounds like some of my search history. <laughs> I was going to say, you and Paige videos. Paige, <laughs> <Hey, Joe! laughs> 
Charlotte, what are you doing? <laughs> just like why was why was the third person added to that match actually? Cause like, that's cause. To be honest, it's it just for, logic, Be- for Becky to drop. The that. logic for it was actually reasonably sound. So you had the heels come out firstly, led by uh, Mandy Rose. And Mandy says, this was after Paige had announced that Charlotte would get a one-on-one match at TLC in a TLC match. Mandy Rose leads out the heels and say, whoa, 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 hold up. And she's like, she literally came out and said that, why are you giving her another opportunity when you've got a roster full of talent here that's never getting a shot? And then Naomi comes out with the faces. And I thought, oh my God, they're going to have a fucking eight-woman match faces versus heels. Nothing's going to happen. Naomi came out and said, I agree with Mandy Rose. This is bullshit. And Paige was like, okay, fair enough. My bad. We're having a battle royal tonight. Whoever wins that gets added to the match. There was sound logic. This is going back to, oh, when was it? Two weeks ago when Stephanie and Braun had, before Survivor Series, Stephanie and Braun had that contract negotiation in the ring where he made a list of demands. She battled back and and they agreed. I was like, this makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. This booking of this heels faces women involved in a battle royal scenario made absolute sense why are the lesser women not arguing the fact that they're being overlooked i like it it got a few of them over it progressed the storyline between sonia and mandy a little bit more lana looked like a tit once again you know the usual shit happened and we yeah, find definitely still has concussion because he was thrown out very quickly oh yeah um, uh, but we finally got Asuka pushed to the main of the uh, main. I'm not going to say main roster again, but you know, right. top of the card again, main event I, scene. I like the Sonya thing. She was she was the second or the last one out, so yeah. she she had a nice little scrap with Asuka there for a while as well, which was cool. And I think that's probably reflective of her position on the card as well. She probably is next in line after the top three. Do you know what I just noticed when we were talking about that? Nobody has seen the Bellas since that stupid thing, since the Evolution promo, or Revolution oh, build. but they did announce on Raw, did you not hear this? No. The Total Bellas Season 4 starts oh, in January. God, I thought you said they were back next week or something. <laughs> um, oh, they've done their bit now. They're, they, they've retired from in-ring activity. Good. They'll be the in the Rumble and they'll be at Mania. John Cena will surprise Nikki Bella by running down the ramp and prevent and producing a bouquet of flowers and, and a baby. down on one knee again <laughs> and saying, I want to put a baby in you. I've just popped four blue chew and I'm ready to go. He will be super Cena that night. <laughs> he'll be sporting that haircut you can set your watch to. Yeah, you won't see him, but you'll see him all the way from the moon. Boing. Shwing. Yeah, so that, that's totally what's going to happen. I've, I've just booked John Cena and Nikki Bella at WrestleMania. Good God. Yep. But the phone rang, so I was I put myself on mute there, and then somehow I locked my computer. <laughs> <laughs> and I was muted, so I couldn't tell you. And then my password wasn't accepted. Work ringing me at 9 o'clock at night. That's always good. Uh, you can tell them to GFUS. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Stall for time. I have to ring them back. Well, I was going to say you you brought up the whole thing fits around the uh, you know the, the lesser women and coming out and essentially standing up for themselves and saying you know we deserve our shot whatever. Do you reckon the tag teams on Raw can do that? Just in general, mm. nice and Corbin is out there just come out and essentially say what the fuck is going on here? Really? Do, do, 
I want. I like tag team wrestling. No, I, I, we're, we're, we're having the same thing, Gordo. Here, we're, we're dining at the same taco stand here. That, that, that didn't sound right. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> uh, no, 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 we're going to lose your house party here. So yeah, taco oh, stand. For fuck's sake, like, how are you? What's the benefit of the tag team on Raw right now? Uh, it fills some of the three hours. Why That's... can't you let it be good then? Because we're not allowed to have nice things. Nothing good happens on the pre-show, remember? When was the last time we saw the Good Brothers in a match on SmackDown? There was some sort of a weird eight-man tag around about two or three weeks before Survivor Series. Okay, let's look past that. They're probably not on television for like a good they two have months. Yeah, probably around by SummerSlamish. That's an absolute disgrace when you see the likes of fucking Lucha, Lucha House Party being bumped from 205 Live up to Raw to fill a spot on the Survivor Series team, and now they're jobbing out the Revival. Yep, my boys. My boys are Why can't we just have the Revival Good Brothers division for the next year? Oh, good Lord. I would love to see that. I'd love to see Revival The Bar, uh, Revival New Day, Revival fucking Usos. Best of 247. Oh, Fuck it when it's Rowan is hurt at the moment, isn't it? When Rowan and Harper are both back, give me mm. the fucking Bludgeon Brothers against them. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. Resign Enzo and Cass. Get Cass a bit of liposuction and fucking Jesus, throw the two there. Steve is popping a blue chew right now. Nah, I fucking know he is. Uh, to be fair, I don't think he needs a blue chew when it comes to Enzo. But, uh, <laughs> you know, just <sighs> give me a revival against pretty much anyone, but just give me tag team wrestling. There's yeah. such. Like I've 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 named I'd like to see a revival against this team, that team, that team, that team. I'd like to see so many of those teams face off with each other in meaningful matches. But who will knock off who? Ah, fuck it. Every one of them is a draw. I don't care. I just want to see them all wrestle and have good matches. I don't, a, I don't a, want to see a Lucha House Party rules match. Like what the fuck's gonna happen? Are the revival gonna bring out Lars Sullivan as their third fucking tag partner? That's how he debuts. And he just Lars Sullivan obliterates the fucking three Lucha House Party lads when fucking Dash and Dawson just stand there and laugh. I don't even know what they're going to do with Lars. I just can only pray that he doesn't go to SmackDown. He's, he has Raw written all over him, I think. Well, well, he'll, yeah. get, he'll get lost in the shuffle with all the big men. Well, he needs to, because if he goes to SmackDown, there's no big men there that he can compete with. Unless you're looking at Big Show or Big E. But that'd be the point then, isn't it? That he dominates. and Eventually yeah, they'll get tired of him and then they'll do nothing with him. The That's the NXT that... way problem with that is that by him dominating it really buries everybody else you know we've seen it so many times look at Balor getting jobbed out to Braun Strowman so many times to Corbin a couple of times just because they're bigger stronger men perceived to be he's the one that comes out of the feuds always looking the weaker guy and every time he does that it just takes him down a notch takes him down a notch now he's stuck in the upper mid card yeah yeah. Hmm. That's all, really. And to anything what, else? What's your thoughts on the Miz this week? Is he still tweeting or has he gone face yet? No, he's baby face, I think. Yeah. I don't know. He was kind of heelish this week. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. I was thinking of last week. Uh, I don't. I think Big E I think is a closet Marine fan. I love that. The Mariner. <laughs> the Mariner. I need to watch that, actually. To be fair, they have, they're not the worst films WWE have ever Plus, put out. it features the man. And Shawn and Michaels. The kid. 
<laughs> the, the, the man, the kid, and the Miz. There you are. Xavier Woods was wearing a I'm the Man t-shirt this week as well. Yeah. For Becky's merch. He knows. He, he knows. was wearing an Iconics t-shirt. Was he? <laughs> How did I miss that? <laughs> I, oh, I don't weird. know. Yeah, I think he was wearing an Iconics t-shirt. I think they're going, they're, they're developing and possibly building a double turn WrestleMania match for Miz and Shane. Yeah. Shane's turning heel, I think. For for the World Cup trophy. For the oh, best man. in for the what WWE was... World Cup to determine the best in the world. Part two. <laughs> what was the deal with Miz cracking up that the trophy was like a baby or something? <laughs> Shane doesn't look after it because it had a blemish on it. Oh. You gotta look after it. You gotta yeah. love it. You gotta care for it. Like a child. <laughs> and then it's like Hiromu has... and his cat. And the Miz has two children now. Monroe Sky. And the WWE best in the world to determine the best in the world. <laughs> He's one third best in the and, world. And that makes him and Shane family. Oh, God. He's actually, he's entertaining, but the more he goes down this kind of quirky babyface character, the more I don't like it because I loved him when he was the intense champion who was trying to make the belt relevant again. It, It's two different people, you know, and it's, a hard transition from A to B in that scenario. I suppose it kind of shakes things up a little bit too. It does. I think he could have done it differently though. I would dig on the quirky side. Well, I always figure what they'd do here it would be that the the Miz would take a shine to Brian because he started doing nefarious things. I thought that's mm-hmm. the way they'd go with it. Uh, but maybe. It remains to be seen, I suppose. True. What else? Nothing else really, is there? Anything else to strike you? Before we call it a night. Uh, well, there's a fucking... The, the bins in town now have Wi-Fi. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, bins in town now have Wi-Fi. Um, in the square? Yeah, myself and Fitz were in enjoying some of the, the fine Galway market um, where they do delicious cuisine, uh, burgers and hot dogs. You were in uh, there for the giant pints, admit it. Uh, no, we didn't even go there because they they're only selling Carlsberg in the beer tent this year. So ah, fuck yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Uh, O'Connell's is where you go for it. Um, but yeah, we were in, in town having a, a burger and uh, we were just standing up at the top of the square and we noticed that there was one of the, the bins had a sign on it saying Wi-Fi available here. I'm like, why the fuck does a bin have Wi-Fi? <laughs> My parents' house doesn't get Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, That's got to piss off people in the sticks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like here we're, we're rolling out this big rural broadband plan that there's this, all this hullabaloo about the fucking contract for it and was it all done properly and everything. There's all this hullabaloo. Get a fucking bin in Air Square has Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh, hang on now, hang on now. I need to send my emails. Let me go stand next to this bin. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Now, see, that story was more eventful than Raw this week. Oh, God, yeah. Where did it go from? What to do next week, though? More of this three-man beatdown thing. Well, Ambrose has to be there next week. True. Because he said during he... his promo he was getting immunized against the crowd because he was going to be in wherever they are next week. So okay. Ambrose has to be there next week. So do we go open challenge and then he ends up costing Rollins the title? Well, I figured the this, foreshadowing... This... Was... Sorry, I figured that's what they were doing this week. Uh, you know, Ambrose yeah. wasn't there, but then he shows up. That was no, no, because the problem was he got the shots and then he was sick, so he had to go home and go to bed because he was ah, sick. Ah, yes. And Renee didn't know because she didn't have her phone on her, so she 
couldn't read the text from him. Yeah. So I see, it's... I've flip flopped on that whole thing completely now. I think they should stop asking her because it's yeah. just stupid now. Yeah. Well, why don't? What's going on with this man that you live with? I don't know. It's not like I live with the guy. Well, you do. <laughs> what a horrible marriage they have. Yeah, they're like the worst married couple ever. <laughs> uh, worse than Vince and Linda. And we've seen some of the shit. <laughs> I think it's time to call it a day before my, bo- my voice breaks. Hey, Gordo, before we do, just scrolling through Twitter to see if there's any news. And uh, we came across some guy who tweeted out from NXT the debut of your boy, Punishment Martinez. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Do you know who he faced? Please tell me it was like Keith Lee or Matt Riddle and he beat the living shit out of him. Matt Riddle was, yeah. Oh, I, okay. I looked up at all the scoops last night. They're, not, have... having, they're not having Riddle lose. That's fine. There's Riddle no spoilers here. Jobbed out. There's no spoilers here, okay? But, oh, too uh, late for that, sorry. No, no, but there's, there's no spoilers we're giving away. But someone was not at the tapings. Of all the... They taped probably three or four weeks with the TV. The Dream was not there. Or Keith Lee. Keith Lee or The Dream. Neither of them were on the tapings. Keith Lee was. No, Keith Lee and Dream, that was the last tweet I saw. Neither of them were on the tapings. Mm. Which is not good. Where's the Velveteen Dream? Getting ready for to open a, to answer an open challenge next week, perhaps? Oh, I never thought of that. Oh, maybe he's coming up. Disaster. What What's left for him to do in NXT? All Stay there stuff. forever and never leave. Never, ever leave, please. <laughs> Can can they get him to get under two oh five by next week and have him face oh, Buddy Murphy? No, no. The worst bout machine. You no. fuck off. If dream, if I've ever seen dreams ends up in two oh five, I'm done. <laughs> I still <laughs> can't. No. Either that, or you may need to actually subscribe to the WWE Network. Sign up yeah. for a free month. I'll never do that until the product improves and not getting any of my money. <laughs> now, stream it illegally. Thank you very much. K Fade, K I will stream it from a friend of mine's account. <laughs> Man, Jim. He's a pirate. Um, <laughs> Jim Kyrie. is a pirate. And poor Kyrie got the scurvy. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck, like? Need oh. more vitamin C. That's it. Eat an orange loaf, you'd be grand. Well, take it home. You don't know if I try and do a plug over this that we're going to clash with each other. So I'm going to wait for you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, shut your fucking mouth. So uh, if you want to get more of us here at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, you can shut his whore mouth. Um, <laughs> you can catch us on most good podcast apps. So that's Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn. We're also on Spotify. You can catch us pretty much anywhere except Podcast One because we want our numbers to be accurate. Um, so yeah, anywhere you want to find us, you'll find us on there. Um, if you want to catch more of our content in regards to wrestling, you can find us on Twitter. It's at Two Bit Wrestling. Uh, we like to live tweets. We like throwing out memes. Essentially, we try and make Raw more entertaining. Because to be fair, it's shit. Uh, if you want to get more of our other content in general, you can catch us on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash 2 And if you want to read any of our articles in regards to wrestling, video games, other sports, just random shite that pops into our head, you can get all of it on our main website, which is 2 on the interwebs. Lovely. I muted Fitz, so he needs to unmute himself just so he's aware. 
like take down. Yeah, no, 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 no. But he's kind of he kind of appreciated that I dropped him out. Like he's actually quite proud of me. He's he's proud. <laughs> he, he's he's proud of doing the job. He, he takes great pride in his work. I'm gonna lazily edit that and I'm gonna fade it out. And it's gonna it's gonna be under this as we're talking. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. Next week, hopefully, will be better. Nikki will definitely be back next week. Unless I also have flu and I have a mixture of uh, Heath Ledger situation going on. I nearly killed myself with pain killers. Or flu medicine. You can't kill yourself with flu medicine with pain killers, can you? There's only one way to find out. <laughs> oh, lads. They're I'm after... Worried. They're after rebranding Donovan Dijak. Is he Dijakovic? He's Dominic Dijakovic now. <laughs> How is he going to change his name? Uh, there's also a tweet from the XFL on Wednesday, December 5th, they'll unveil their eight cities and venues. Uh, and also the other crowd, the crowd that is at Ebersol Sun, um, they are actually debuting the week after the Super Bowl, like this February coming. Yeah, they have a year jump on them. Yeah, they've announced they've announced their, their cities, uh, they've released their jerseys, and they've done a weird kind of a draft for quarterbacks there during the week as well. Each team has four quarterbacks. So this other league is going to get all the second string guys, and then Vince is left with scraps. Yeah, he's left with the shitters. Um, Johnny Manziel. Yeah, yeah Johnny Manziel ain't going to be here in the fucking XFL. Too what much. talent is actually going to be acquired here? Um, I'm trying to think if I could, if, I'm trying to think if there's any names from the draft that I can remember to just put in the context for Put it in football terms. Um, like League One? We are looking at the lads who got drafted in this the other day. Some of the guys who got drafted in like the second and third round got drafted to the NFL. Now, this is only some of them. Got drafted to the NFL, were with a team for maybe a year, two years, played a couple of snaps, were absolutely terrible to a point where they said, yeah, we're not even taking you up on the third year of your four or five-year rookie deal. Good luck to you. And shipped them off. Because they're like, you're just not worth, you're not worth a couple of mi- the million or so we'll have to pay you for the year. And a million is cheap in NFL terms. And they're just like, it's not worth, what we're gonna, it's not worth paying you the million for the year. Fuck off. So championship uh, level for this Ebersol we're, one. Uh, we're talking maybe relegation of championship or a team just getting promoted from League One. Wow. So it's, it's so you're looking at Vauxhall Conference then for the uh, this is this is Salford FC level we're gonna fucking get. <laughs> oh man, it's very like it. Cool owners. Renford Renford Rejects is what oh, we're fucking getting. Jesus like, Christ! <laughs> uh, like Fitz, do you remember Zach Mettenberger? He got drafted by, like Quarter the Titans. Titans, yeah. Yeah, he got drafted in like the third round of this. Oh Jesus! Uh, Hackenberg, who got drafted by the Jets like two years ago, I think he got drafted in the second round. Right. So these are guys who literally don't last two or three years in the hey, NFL. Look at this. This could be the the new UK indie scene. <laughs> you know, all these big boys signed up by the NFL, <coughs> WWE, and the new company, WWE <coughs> XFL, are taking up the new indies. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's oh. see how it blows up in their face. Uh, Nicky will be back next week. And... Uh... Good night, home. Gordo's mammy, Gordo's mammy, Gordo's mammy. Gordo's <laughs> was framed. Albert <laughs> <Albert> was framed. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Allegedly. Cut, cut. cut. <laughs>